Blessings to all the kings and queens worldwide. This is DJ Vassetti reporting live from Speaking Quilly here with Juju the model. What up, girl? Hey, what's up, Vassetti? What's up? What's up? What's up? Y'all feeling I'm amazing. Hype. Sorry, I screamed. <laughs> it's all love. I like that. I came in hot. I came I like in hot. That. I like that energy. Mm. Snap, siren. Mm, 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 mm. That's how you know it's extra gay. That's how we do. Welcome back to another episode of Speaking Queerly. I believe this is episode five. It's kind of hard to um, keep count because we stack in these episodes um, word. pre-recordedly. I that feel like word. Escobar and shit. We stacking them. <laughs> Let me stop. So today uh, we are going to talk about um, success. What is success? What is success to you, Versetti? What is success to me, Juju the model? And what is success to our listeners? We, you know, we're going to find out. I was going to say viewers. That's why there was a pause. And I was like, wait, we don't have those. Yeah, but we do need that. That's like yet. next level. Yes, yes. That's, sure. that's a next step. Yeah, sure. That'll be the next level of our success. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, um, before we get started, how are you feeling today? Amazing. Yeah? Yes. You had a good day? I had an amazing day. Um, you're very productive. Good. You know me. I get up like at the crack of dawn and shit. Thank the powers that be. You already know. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Let's count your blessings. Most definitely. Like the, um, what's that guy from Sesame Street? One. Uh, uh, uh. Count Dracula. Is that his name? Count? Count Dracula? Yeah, the Count. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. That Count Dracula, really? Yes. I thought it was something clever. I, anyway, yeah. The Count, it is clever. Well, I see you in your room, like, in your pajamas, counting your blessings like him. Most definitely. <laughs> I actually like to leave my room, though. And uh, sometimes I like to go outside and be with nature while I'm counting my blessings and connecting with the Almighty. I don't know, it just feels good. Oh. oh, there's our mascot. What up, Booms? How you doing, Papa? You okay? Oh, wow. All right, sorry about that. Um, I had an Amazon package delivered, so you know how that goes. Quarantine life. Yo, for real. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go to the store anymore. Everything's closed. What? I wonder what it is. I didn't even check. That's how much I focus, care about this. you focus. Exactly. That is the focus. I'm Let's like talk about so success. focused on this success episode that I didn't even open my package. Yes. So you were talking about the day. You said your day was great. My day was great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I worked. I was going to ask before we were. It's fine. Interrupted, interrupted yeah. by the um, amazing people at, I guess. UPS yeah. Shout or out something. to the sunshoe workers. Because I need my packages. We appreciate you. Thank you. So um, what is success to you? I want you to start it off because... I don't know. It's easier to go second. <laughs> well, success, it has, uh, you know, a lot of meanings to different people. For me specifically, it's peace. It's happiness. Uh, most definitely having um, love in your life. Self-love. 
and love also from your family and loved ones, your inner circle. You know, a lot of times people think success is being wealthy um, financially. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I think success, I automatically think being wealthy and having a great job and, you know. Now, I'm not going to say that those things aren't um, great because they are. But I will tell you this. I was super successful financially Um, in my 20s, achieved financial freedom, paid off all of my student loans. Which a lot of 20-year-olds can't say. Correct. Uh, Most of them struggle. Um, Paid all of my student loans, uh, didn't owe any credit cards. I would pay my credit cards in full by the end of the month. Uh, Had like a 750 credit score. And um, about maybe half a million stashed. I mean, that's good. That's not great. But that's because you were from someone who. That's because you were in your twenties. But you got to keep in mind also you need time to where I credit. came from. <laughs> I didn't come from, um, let's say, a wealthy average family. I came from mm-hmm. Long Island City, in Queens, the hood. So you basically you started from scratch. Exactly. So to achieve that in my early 20s without having guidance without having someone teach me about financial freedom it was pretty good now with all of that said um i found myself really sad at one point and and depressed although i had um achieved financial freedom and i had a lot of great things going on in my life i felt unhappy and unfulfilled because I wasn't living uh, to my full potential. I knew I had more in, in me to do. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you didn't feel you were successful? Not that I didn't feel successful because I knew I had achieved success. I just didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel like I was living to my full potential. Question. How did you feel like you were successful if... You just said that success to you was like happiness. And if you lacked that happiness. Well, because at that time, I didn't understand. And okay. I didn't know. It took So that was a mature. Correct. Okay. It took me learning these things. It's, it was like pretty much me invo- evolving and, and, and growing as a human being and figuring out that those things really are not everything. Yes, they are important. I'm not saying they're not because... We need money to, you know, buy the things Live. that we like. Yes. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and create certain experiences which are memorable. So therefore, yes, money is necessary and needed, but it's not everything. I learned, you know, throughout the years that what really matters is having people in your circle that really care about you and love you and vice versa. And you loving yourself and just being at peace and, and, and feeling happy. Being more rich in like your in peace in well, in your soul like in being, in your relationships yeah your connections with people most definitely I feel like once you feel at peace and you feel happiness because here's the thing happiness doesn't come uh, from a job or from being with someone like seriously that, what. Yes, it does. Happiness. No, no, no. Listen to me. (laughs) Happiness, true happiness comes from within. You have to first find that true happiness in you. I agree. And that's being grateful for, you know, for all your blessings. 
And then once you feel truly happy, then those other things that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. that just makes you happier. But true happiness, you can't depend on anything or anyone. It has to come from within. How can we achieve that? How can we get happiness within when we when you can't find it, I suppose? I read this book. Uh, this book trans- I'm playing I'm playing devil's advocate guys this is not like her talking to me <laughs> I read this book that transformed my life it's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz now this book teaches four simple things one of them is don't take anything personally don't make assumptions be impeccable with your word and always do your best as soon as I started applying those four things in my life my life changed completely. Um, why does he say not to take things personally? Okay, so think about it like this. When you take things personally, a lot of times it'll get you out of character. Uh, it'll bring out maybe... The worst in you. The you worst. Get nasty. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, all of that energy, you could be investing it into something productive instead of wasting your time on being upset about something that maybe has nothing to do with you maybe the reason why you know the person reacted like that towards you or treated you like that has something to do with them and nothing about you Mm -hmm. and there you go allowing that person to push your buttons and get you out of character or not necessarily them pushing them buttons perhaps you're just you think too much of yourself that they would take the time to want to uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for offend you excuse me regardless whatever the reason yo whatever the reason is you spending that time on getting upset about it you could have used that time for something productive in your life you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. instead of you know, wasting time on something that's not going to bring you anything. Being upset or coming out of character, that's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything for you. It might, you know, allow you to vent for whatever, a few moments, but afterwards, then what? You don't get anything out of it. Now, if you take that energy and put it into something that's productive, like say a show or something, I'm not saying you got to do a show, but you know, Mm. something productive, now you can actually see some results. Or just read or pick up a book. Yeah, different things, whatever you're into. My point is you could be productive with that energy versus uh, putting that energy into something like, you know, some negative feeling that's not going to bring you anything positive in your life. So that's why uh, Don Miguel Ruiz taught, you know, don't take anything personally. And then he taught, you know, not to make assumptions because sometimes we create these thoughts in our mind about, Maybe something that doesn't even exist. It's not even really happening. But in our mind, it's like so real. Mm -hmm. And those thoughts can actually then become true because we're attracting it. Yeah, like it it actually affects you. Yo, and also, you know. The same way as if it happened. You know what else? Sometimes we might believe these thoughts are so true that it messes with us. It messes with our, you know, with our, with our feelings. It makes us feel fear and other negative feelings when sometimes it's not even reality. That's not what's happening. So it's like this unnecessary uh, reaction for something that might not even be really happening. Getting yourself all worked up pretty over, much. over nothing. Pretty much. So that's why uh, he, he taught not to, take um not to make assumptions that was the second agreement 
that's one of them. And then oh. another one that I mentioned was always do your best. When you do your best, you have no regrets. You know you gave it your all. So regardless. How could you be mad? Yeah. Regardless if it doesn't like say maybe it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to. You still know you gave it your all. So it it worked out the way it was supposed to work out. And if it didn't work out the way you wanted, maybe there's something even better that's going to happen down the line. All right. I got to get my hands on this book. Pretty much. Uh, and then the last one was be impeccable with your word. Now, that one is pretty much just being honest. I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, honesty is the best policy. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people will Integrity say things. Integrity people. A lot, of times, a lot of times people will say things that maybe they don't really mean, just trying to get a certain reaction. And you know what? Sometimes it might work in their favor, and sometimes it might not. Sometimes it might backfire. Mm-hmm. So instead of, like, playing these games, just be completely honest. Ugh. If I, so many people, I could give this speech to. Like, so, why? So yeah, after <laughs> why read, you lie? After I read this book, it really transformed my life. I started applying those four pillars, and I'll tell you the one that that I still sometimes uh, struggle with is not taking things personally. Ah, uh, yeah. Sometimes same-sies. you know, to this day, I have to check myself. Like, yo, don't take it personally. But it's there. At least the thought is there, and I'm able to catch myself when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Because it happens. I'm a human, you know, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. everybody else. And I catch myself sometimes feeling that way, like, yo, you're taking it personally. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I've definitely done that as well. <laughs> like, check myself, like, all right, chill, chill, chill. Especially at work, because at work, you know, you really have to reel it in. Yeah. You can't go off of your emotion uh, as much as you would with, like, personal relationships. So at work, you're, like, really, oh, Okay, you know, you, you take I'm a so second. I'm so glad that I don't have that. Um, that I don't have that issue. Yeah, zero because, to one hundred trait. Yo, is what I call it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why because the test kitchen is so freaking chill. Like seriously, where like is everybody a pothead chill? <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna say all that now. No, I'm not but saying they everyone, are. Everyone, you know, like, is pretty much doing a thing, <laughs> cooking uh-huh. up some delicious food, mm-hmm. trying it, giving feedback. I mean, it's it's real chill. It's real happy vibes. So I can't, you know, I can't say that that happens to me at work. But I will tell you this. Mm. When I used to um, have the restaurants, oh, my God, you deal with so many freaking personalities. And the thing is, because it's such hard work, like physical labor, I'm talking about, like, freaking dirty dishes that are, like, towers. <laughs> they never end. And freaking a grill that is, like, 90 they, degrees. They hand wash? There's no machines? Yo, we used to hand wash. We well, I know f- used to, but like, I mean, right now in Chipotle, they still hand wash. Yeah, oh, wow. there ain't no machines. Oh no. Yeah. Why? Anyway. <laughs> it's cheaper. Pro- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then a person. Yeah. You have to pay a person. Yeah. You buy the machine once. But um, even if you have a machine, a person still needs to work it. I guess. But anyways, yeah, that's yeah, neither yeah. here or there. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Queen of Tangents I am Do you believe in luck? What are you talking about? Do you believe in luck? I believe that We make our luck (laughs) (laughs) No I believe I believe we make our luck Um, You know Preparation With You know When preparation meets opportunity That's luck That's luck Yeah Okay All right. Most definitely All right. I only ask that because uh, You know It's said to be a key of success There is um keys to success determination skill passion and discipline and then all right a, a so you want to know luck you want to know what's my uh what's my formula 
when it comes to success? Sugar spice. Okay. First thing first, you need to have desire. And when I say desire. Determination. I'm talking about you need to want it. Whatever it is that you want, you need to really want it. Number two, constant effort. That means you are consistent. Every day you are putting. Correct. Mm -hmm. Every day you are putting effort to make whatever that desire is happen. Okay. I just want to see if the formula that they have matches with yours. Keep keep going. (laughs) Number three, ability. Skill. When I say ability, exactly Mm -hmm. that. You need to have your skills. You need to master your craft. And that takes practice. Yeah. Now, six beats a day for three summers. That's what Kanye did. Now look. There you go. Now, I say take it a little further. If you really, really want to take things to the next level, you need to be good at networking. Yeah. Because meeting the right people will accelerate your uh, success versus doing it on your own. So I always tell people, treat everyone the same, regardless of anything, their stature, financial success, what they do, treat everyone the same because you never know who you might meet and charm. And, yo, it might be the opportunity that it might be the door. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's my formula. I- oh, I have to share this about you also. See, her formula is kind of like proven. It does work because, as you said, she was successful. As she said, she was successful in her 20s. <laughs> um, and. What Versetti does is when she walks into a room, no matter who's there, it could be 30 people, she'll introduce herself to all 30 people individually, which I thought was phenomenal. I was like, I'm going to start doing that. Yo. Because that's lit. It is lit. I don't lit. care if somebody says I'm biting, but like, the, how so could what? you? So what? Fucking it's bite, like, bro. Like, sharing is caring, That's first amazing. Of all. Absolutely. And second of all, it's just fucking etiquette. Like, it's, 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 it's culture, you know what I mean? Like, this was something my grandma taught me. And it's something that I pass down to my cousins and like anybody that I meet that is younger and maybe doesn't know better. I put them on because I feel like, you know, it's paying, you know, it's paying the blessing forward. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you a story about I love stories about that kind of um, situation. (laughs) So um, I was chilling at this uh, spot downtown in the city. It was for Jam Master J's tribute uh, from Run DMC. In case you don't know who Jam Master J is. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. So uh, I'm chilling there. Matter of fact, I was uh, eating dinner before the tribute started. So I'm downstairs eating a you know delicious cheeseburger. It was at the DL downtown. And um, drinking some champagne, chilling. I'm by cheeseburger myself, by the way. Champagne. Yep. <laughs> cheeseburger and champagne. It's like, like you made it. But you know, you're from humble beginnings. <laughs> That's what that meal is. Yo, That's it what is, that meal should be called. It is what it is. But it was a delicious um, bacon cheeseburger with grilled mushrooms. It was so freaking good. Like one of the best cheeseburgers I've had. Okay. And then um, I was sipping on some champagne because I just love champagne. Right. Shout yeah, out to yeah, Bel Air. <laughs> so uh, I see this guy come in and he looks like my boy Paulie. So I'm like, yo, Paulie. The guy comes closer and I, sh- I realized, oh, shit, it's not Paulie. So I was like, oh, my bad. I thought you were my friend Paulie. So the guy, he ends up asking Wait, me. Wait, so he came over after you said you're Paulie? He sure and did. And he knew he wasn't Paulie. He sure did. He's and like, then, here's I'm going to go see part. who this is. The funny part is he asked me, is it okay if he sits with me? So I said, sure. You know, I don't want to be rude. So we start chit-chatting. All I know is it turns into a great conversation. And then, you know, towards the end of the conversation, he was asking me, 
if I, you know, if I really didn't know who he was. And I said, no, like, who are you? <laughs> so he tells me who, you know, who he is. So I, you know, I Googled it real quick. So I wanted to know, you know, who is this guy? If he was important. I mean, obviously, like you can't Google just random people that nothing will come up. Obviously, he's important because he 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 found the like he, he had walked to, over when yo, you he called. Ha- no, he had to say you really don't know who I am. So okay, I knew so he was important. Me, that was that was the so check it. Okay, when um when I look on Google, I noticed that this motherfucker has taken some iconic photos. He I'm was talking, a photographer. Yo, some dope photos from Run DMC to like the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, um. Man, just a lot of fucking dope photos. Okay. So I was like, wow, you took these photos? Like, I couldn't even hold it in. I was like, you took these photos? He's just photos? looking at your phone <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I know who you are now. I said, wow, you took these photos? And uh-huh. he was like, yes, yeah, sweetheart, what, your parents had you on the rock for the past 20 years? I was like, yeah, something like that. Wow. So anyways, um, he ends was up- he gay? No, 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 oh, not at saw- all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was just my impersonation of him. Sound like a- California gay guy. Nah, not at all. He's from New York City. Super cool dude. Shout out to my boy Ricky Powell. Much love always. Lots of blessings. If you guys don't know who that is, definitely Google him. check out his work. Um, you'll see him in galleries and different places all over the world. Super cool dude. But anyways, my point is this. Thank you. I didn't know who I this was like, gu- I don't remember what her point was. I didn't know who this guy was, but I treated him with kindness and respect, just mm. like I would anybody else. And then look, he ended up being a super freaking cool dude. That later on the night, I see him in the rooftop, and yo, he's chilling with one of my favorite DJs, Stretch Armstrong. Uh-huh. So I didn't know Stretch Armstrong personally, but I knew who he was. Uh-huh. So Ricky calls me over, and when he calls me over to his circle, I actually did what you just mentioned. I said hello to every single person. Now, to this day, Ricky will tell people, this girl has class. (laughs) Let me tell you, this girl has so much class that, and he'll tell the story about the first time we met, how when he introduced me to his friends, I literally said hello to every single person. But that left such an impression on him Mm -hmm. that... He, he talks about it to this yeah, day. Yeah. And like he'll st- always remember you. Always. And, and we're still really good friends and we <laughs> chill and all that good stuff. But the point is that it left that impression. And so you bringing it up right now during the show, it just shows it, it leaves it an works. impression. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. That's, why I'm, that's why I started doing it. Yeah, kiddos. So you need to leave the impressions. If you guys are listening. Unfortunately, you um. How are you? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, was, I didn't mean I was, to call you. I was talking to the to the youth. Go ahead. If you guys are listening, youth. <laughs> yeah, all kids, the youths out there. I definitely recommend when you guys walk into a room. It doesn't matter whether you know the people or you don't. Say hello to everyone. Introduce yourself, even if you're shy. Um, you know, make the effort to get out your shell and just say hello and we know it's easier said than done we're not like just get out of the shell you introvert no like (laughs) i know every day is exactly every day is a struggle but just like playing the piano you don't you know become a a master overnight correct you know baby steps correct you know what i mean i mean for people that are introverts if that's really not your thing um obviously don't force yourself but if you can i mean Trying to get out of your comfort zone. A little bit. 
That's how you grow. Growing well, is not comfortable. If it if you were growing pains are real. Correct. Mentally, emotionally, and physically, like all that. So when you're when you're growing as a person, it's never gonna be comfortable. Correct. So don't think you're gonna get better without like the pain or the hardship. You have to go through it. Yeah, but let's talk about success for you. What does it what does it mean? I mean, before before you, I would have given you a pretty straightforward answer. Um though I'm not as vapid and shallow like that um I, it's not straight like oh i need to make the most money have all the cars and the houses with the pools and the tennis courts and shit um i've never been very materialistic and as a pisces and my numerology number being eight i never have a hard time getting money um i'm not going to go into the explanation of why that is but that's just what it is for it those is who know is. no anyway moving on. um i never really had issues with money i'm very good with budgeting and things like that so um i always felt comfortable growing up my um parents weren't well off but i didn't feel they didn't let me feel the, the financial struggles i guess right i always had it pretty smooth and to me, success was what I'm getting at is to me was success was always just having a career and then being recognized for it. Like recognition was always success to me. Like um, just people knowing and realizing the talent or the work or effort I put into whatever I had. So in this instance, it would be podcasting. And so I want my podcast to be widely known, whether Rossetti and I make a dime from it. Me, to me, success would be like, I don't know, I'll throw out a number, like 100,000 downloads. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I guess recognition, point blank, was always kind of my view of success. Like a way for you to measure your success. Correct. Perfect. Perfectly said. So when I was younger, here's the here's what's really interesting. When I was younger, uh, I remember my mom used to spoil me rotten. I'm talking about I had custom made Italian well, you were the shoes. Oldest, right? I was the only child for 12 years. Yeah, first there of you all. go. So my mom, she used to buy me always the flyest gear, the illest sneakers, custom made Italian shoes. Like I was laced up. That's why you're the way you are. Yeah, because of mama. <laughs> mm -hmm. But check it. Um, when I got older, so like around maybe 12 or 13 years old, around around high school, my mom fell into some financial hardships. And I had to experience some really tough moments in life. I'm talking about, you know, there was this one time that we lived in someone's kitchen. We lived in, wow. in, a, in one of her friend's kitchen. And it wasn't just her and I. It was her her husband, my two younger brothers, and myself. So basically in a room. Pretty much. And I remember, you know, that during that during that time, when it was time to go back to school, she couldn't buy me, um, you know, she couldn't buy me, like, the things that I wanted. But one thing I will tell you is we never went hungry, and we always had a roof over our head, and for that I'm always grateful but you know there was some there was some real struggling moments but those moments really shaped me and helped me like light this fire inside to want to just be super successful and never have to worry about oh I can't get this or I can't get that 
So that's why, like, as soon as I finished high school, literally a week after, I was already in college. And as soon as I finished college, a week later, I was at Chipotle. Elaborate on Chipotle. People are going to think, what do you mean Chipotle? Oh, I started I started working at Chipotle. And go. I started from the bottom. I started entry Washing level. Washing the dishes by hand? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Doing prep. Those towers? Yep, doing prep. And then um, I moved on to grill. And then I the line, cash. Then I started training to be a supervisor. And then I just moved up. I kept moving up to... I made it to general manager. And then when I made it to general manager, I treated the restaurant like my own. Uh-huh. And... That was something that I learned from my grandma. That was like kind of like anything you do, you have to put your mark on. You know, you got to put your fucking thumb. What is this called? A fingerprint on essentially because that's your signature. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's your signature. Like, you know how like an artist judge you on that or rate you on on their their masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Your work, the work that you do, that's that's your signature. Mm hmm. So yeah, um, I treated this restaurant like it was my own and went above and beyond and I hired the very best people that I could find. And I didn't care about like, for example, resumes, experience, none of that. I cared about people's character, mm-hmm. certain characteristics that, that I look for when I'm hiring someone. Like while you're interviewing them, you're like reading them as a person. They're Correct. like, oh, I got this. I got that. I went to this college and culinary, blah, 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 blah. And you're like... There's certain certain Mm -hmm. characteristics that I look for and when I'm hiring people, because here's the thing. What are they? You can't. Oh, they're 13. I'll I'll, I'll share them with you another time. But check it. You (laughs) can't teach. You can't teach someone, for example, how to be smart or how to be happy or how to be respectful. Mm -hmm. Those are things that that person, either they have them or they don't. As an adult. You can't teach people these things. You could teach them how to roll a burrito or, you know, how to do certain um, jobs mm. by training them. But you can't teach them these characteristics. Yeah, because they're already set in their ways. Yeah, it's something okay. that they learn when they're growing up. So that's why I specifically look for these characteristics when I'm interviewing someone. So anyways, the point is I hired the very best people that I could find, built an awesome team, an amazing team. Uh, and then I just pretty much loved them. I created this really like a work family. Yeah. I created this really beautiful culture in the restaurant where each person felt cared for. And that's the reason why this restaurant shined the way it did. Remember I I mentioned that out of like maybe, uh, I don't know, all of the, the restaurants in, in, in the country, ours had the highest percentage in positive customer comments. Our positive customer comments were 95% positive. Amazing. No other Chipotle has been able to achieve that and hold that that percentage for that amount of time. That record, right? And then on top of that, our mystery shopper reports were above 90 every month. So like people would come in from corporate as a shopper? No, no, no. What does that mean? So mystery shopper reports, um, we... Playing footsie with me? No, no, no. Chipotle (laughs) would actually hire um, people. It's like a company or whatever. And they have someone come to the restaurant as a customer. And they, you know, we don't know that they're a mystery shopper. Uh They're just a customer to us. But they actually rate rate us on everything as soon as they walk through the door as soon as they walk in the door they're rating the like dining room clean. cleanliness mm-hmm. the line the food every every item in the line like every ingredient they're mm-hmm. rating us um 
how we roll, like how we serve the food, um, the cashier, whether they offer drinks. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything you could think of, they freaking rate. Anyways, the point is our mystery shopper reports were above 98 every freaking one for i don't know how many years mm. so boom fast forward a few years after i become a general manager maybe like one or two yo the ceo of chipotle there was two ceos the founder and then his right hand man um who was like the co-ceo yo they came to the restaurant they spoke to everybody on the team mm-hmm. except for one person because we were so busy the line was like out the door and um, they kept asking me if they could talk to that guy. His name is Tomas. And I said, no, customers first. Because <laughs> I knew if, if, like, if Tomas was pulled out from the line, it was going to mess up the flow. So uh, not only was it going to affect the team. Like the assembly burrito line? Correct. Okay. <laughs> but also it was going to affect the, the, the customer's experience because they weren't going to get their um, food in the same speed as when we have the full team. So of that's course. why I told the CEO no. Anyways, he um he like he, he got the point. Mm-hmm. He he uh he ends up you know telling me give me, you know give us a call when you when you're not busy, and they end up leaving. Uh-huh. I called them later on that day, and they told me you know we could really tell you got your priorities right, and they ended up congratulating me and promoting me to restaurateur. And um, after that, I got blessed with a company car, company stocks. Uh, like a bonus and every like six months or so my salary kept going up I mean all based on judging people by their character not, not their st- judging but selecting the people on the team based on their character all right wrong choice of words but yeah like hand <laughs> handpicked handpicking these people based <laughs> on their character okay all right so the moral ladies and gents character is everything it really is you got to be decent be kind treat everybody the way you want to be treated yo it's as simple as that it goes back to grammar school yo for real you know just if you if you and really you go back that. to it all of that they teach you all these things and just as growing up and life hits you and all these bad negative obstacles in your life it like weathers away all these lessons that you know these good all this good you had when you were a child i was gonna tell you and you see it in the corporate world you see sometimes and not just the corporate world. You see it in all industries. You see that certain people will treat uh, you with like kindness and nice and, and be nice when they know who you are or what you could do for them. Yes. And uh, sometimes, you know, I like people not knowing who I am and I like them um you know, not knowing what I do mm-hmm. because I get to really see their character you and become see a mystery shopper and see if pretty much yeah. and see if they're a good person. And, you know, there's been times where people haven't said hello back and have just been rude, kind of like, you know, brushed me off. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when they found out who the fuck I am. Yo, a whole nother treatment. They're sucking your dick. And at that point, I'm like, <laughs> I don't Go even want to fuck with you because I already know what you about. Mm hmm. You're, fake. you're a user yeah i mean and there ain't nothing wrong with using people because i feel like you know we all use each other to a certain extent but absolutely it, i like to call it collaborating yeah that's a better word for it yeah but like when you straight up um you know treat someone indifferent because you think that they can't do anything for you that right there's a turn off for me it's like nah i don't i don't even want that person in my in my 
excuse me, in my circle at all. All right. So let's gear this conversation to our people specifically. The queer Um, community? Yes, exactly. Let me Um, tell you something about the queer community. Okay, go ahead. Tell me. I feel like uh, in the queer community, it's like we have it even harder than, you know, just the average person that's not queer. Like, there's already enough hardships as it is and challenges. And mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes success for us could be even more challenging because... Society deems our DK. And I have air quotes, ladies and gentlemen. Lifestyle. I know that's not what it is. But this is what they say. Is um, uh, a Inappropriate strike, or A strike whatever. against us. Yeah. A strike against us, essentially. And these tallies, um, they also go by color. You get another strike for that. You get another strike if you're uh, a, woman. a woman. Yes, exactly. And the strikes go on and on. And if you gather enough strikes, you will not go nowhere. Well, I that's mean, what society, that's society deems. Yes, correct. I'm not saying that it won't happen. But the truth of the matter is that no matter what cards you've been dealt with, when you have the desire and you put the consistent effort and you build your ability, there's nothing that could stop you. Only but yourself. Definitely kill them with the kindness. Like oh, yeah. that term rings so true. You just, you get more honey with, listen. You get I more bees give, with honey. Yeah, exactly. Um, than with vinegar. Exactly. Um, I'm, I can give you all the quotes, but they, they ring very, very true. And do it. I know sometimes you want to like smack someone across the face or give them exactly the, the tongue lashing they Don't need. Don't give them that satisfaction. You can't. Because then they have, they have that against you. Correct. Like, oh, they're nasty. They're this. They they won't even see that they were nasty first, or right. whatever scenario it was. They don't see their fault. Right. It's only what you did because it happened last. You know, it takes a lot of willpower sometimes to brush some BS. You know that sometimes humans do to you. Because I've I've experienced sometimes mm-hmm. things where people are just like, oh my goodness, Nasty. I can't believe. But you know what? What? You can't take it personal. That's right. That's right. I got to read that book. You have I'm to, very interested in it. You have to. You have to find it in yourself. Like, it takes a lot of willpower. Find it in yourself to kill them with the kindness, like Drew said. Because seriously. Whoever made that up, like, because I'm not taking credit for that, but. It's going to help. It's going to help you go, you know, it's, it's going to help you go further. And just know that no matter how hard your situation might be, it's temporary. It's not something that's going to be forever unless you remain stagnant and don't make any attempts, any effort, to, any growth to 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 grow and, and get out of that situation. But, you know, if you're putting in the work, trust it's temporary. Put in that work. You know, think about the big picture, focus on that and believe that everything that you're doing, it's going to add up. And then eventually you're going to be able to achieve whatever it is that you that you want to achieve. Word. I truly believe that, you know, everyone in this. On this earth, you know, our purpose is to make the world a better place. Our purpose is to elevate the human race. That's my personal opinion. Once I realized that that, you know, that's my purpose to make this world a better place and to help, you know, the human family, you know, by teaching, by leading, by example, 
you know, I wake up every morning without an alarm clock. I, I seriously just open my eyes like at four or five in the morning on my own, ready to go conquer, ready to go and just have a great day and, and, and bless as many people as I can and just be, you know, be a positive force. You're giving me faith in the human race again, because right now I have no faith in the human race. Just the other day, somebody was talking to me and was like, how, how much longer? I don't think like humans are going to make it much longer. We're destroying everything. We're like crapping on this earth. Um, with What you said, I had like a mental, uh, I don't know, uh, dream scenario. I daydream, excuse me, just go across my mind of like the next generation after all these horrible, evil people die out, the next generation is just like literally going to do what you just said. But for before your speech, I had no faith in the human race. I just, you know, people go around saying they hate people. I could, I totally understand them. You got to just remember who knows what that person's going through. Who knows what type of situation or situations they're, you know, they're facing and, mm -hmm. You know, hurt just, people, hurt people. So just be the change you want to see. Gandhi said that it, it you know, it, it's it stayed on my on my mind, uh, and it's something that I apply on the daily. Because let me tell you, there's times I want to smack people up too, because of the you know the 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 ignorance and sometimes you know the just the mean things that I experience. You know, and as a human being, mm -hmm. that's. My first reaction, I want to just like, oh, let them have him. But someone has to be the bigger person. You know what I mean? Well, that's the difference between being um, savage and civil. <laughs> right? They yeah. say you control your feelings. Yeah. Versus just being, you know, letting them overtake you and just going like an animal. Going ape. Say. Going ape. <laughs> yeah. Ape, ape, ape wall. shit. <laughs> ape shit. Ape wall. <laughs> um, fuck, I lost. I was going to ask you something I fucking forgot just now. It's so love. Boom. I mean, people out there listening, uh, if you feel like you haven't achieved the level of success that you desire, listen, it's never too late. Uh, don't 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 rush it. Remember that nobody's out there fucking posting their failures. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I do like to share, though, uh, sometimes my my failures, because um, I think being raw like that, it gives people hope. And kind of like, you know, shed some light that, you know what? We all go through shit. <laughs> We're not as perfect as the Instagram Correct. makes us seem. We, we only, they only post the best filters. They only post the I nicest mean, cars. Granted, granted, we want to, you know, we want to put the very best out there. But mm -hmm. um, just know that everyone's going through something. Everyone's going through some type of challenge, no matter uh, where they are in life. And, you know, where, wherever you are right now. If you feel down or if you feel like, man, I'm a failure or whatever, anything like maybe negative, just know it's temporary. You can actually uh, grow and, and get out of that situation if you truly desire and put the effort. Um, if you're not sure how or you're not sure what to do, email us. I'm more than happy to, uh, you know, to talk to you and, and give you a personalized um, advice to help you get out of your situation. There's really no situation that, you know, I feel that we can't get out of. Yes. So you can definitely email us, speak to Rossetti or myself. Let I mean, know the email is speaking queerly info at gmail.com.
gmail.com. Hit us up there, speakingqueerlyinfo at gmail.com. And you can get more gems from fucking Bersetti because you slayed this episode, friend. Thank you. You gave us so many gems. You've enlightened me. Um, sometimes I feel like having these in-depth conversations with like the people you're close to is really important because sometimes you'll like link up to go to the bar or a happy hour and then you never really like fucking talk connect connect like on another level like yeah we love having fun and playing games and all this stuff but you know it's it's awesome to get perspective on real life situations real life um issues and and like i said like you definitely gave me faith in the human race today like you saw what you did there like yeah. you changed somebody's um perspective outlook on life and that's it could mean so much more to somebody else. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy. Like I said, you slayed this episode. Um, you can follow DJ Versetti at where? Everywhere. On all on all social, social media, media platforms. Yeah. Tweet on that girl. Get some more gems. Um, I don't know what you would ask me, but you can hit me up anywhere at Juju the Model. You can also play with me on some PlayStation. I love video games. And my handle there is at Juju the Model as well. So um, get on that PlayStation Network with me and let's play some games. Right now I downloaded, um, what did I download? Dynasty kingdom dynasty something it's that man fu- i wish that i Chinese had the time game. to play games bro ah come on you gotta give yourself i have to leisure yeah. time <laughs> you can't work 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 all day work 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 a dull girl <laughs> and you ever saw the shining uh oh yeah yeah you don't want that to, what jack what happened to jack to happen to you yeah no and i definitely listen i definitely um make did, time for for fun okay good it's I'm just, just making not, sure it's that's just not my, video games. <laughs> oh, okay, because that's my fun where you would but probably cut like out time games. for something else. Yeah, but you like the classics, right? Yeah, I love the classics. You peep my super mini Nintendo over there oh, in the back dope. behind R2D2. Yes, yes, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the classics. Yeah, I love that shit. Anyway, so yeah, hit me up there. Or if you're an Xbox fan uh, during this quarantine, Juboogie, J U B O O G I E, like. From the Bronx. Let me tell you, I cannot wait for this to be over. I miss... The quarantine, not the episode, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, cool. (laughs) Just making sure. I was like, damn, all right. I mean, I know I didn't put a a lot of input in this episode, but (laughs) I was learning things. I'm talking about the quarantine. Like, no lie. One of the first things I want to do is I want to go on a trip. Like, I just want to leave New York City and I want to go somewhere and have, like... That's exactly what my girlfriend wants to do. Some fun in the sun and just enjoy myself. The other day, she hemmed me up by the collar of my shirt and was like, are you saving money? You better be saving money because as soon as this quarantine's over, we're going somewhere. And I was like, yes, yes, I have X amount already, blah, blah, blah. But, yes, I know exactly how you feel. We're going to go fly or take a ship somewhere nice. i really want to go on another cruise i don't know about a ship though after like everything that happened with you want to be stuck on a boat with a bunch of people yeah after yeah you're right that just, i don't want to nah all right I'm so good. I'll, I'll save the cruise for a couple of years yeah I guess. not until later <laughs> anyway people thank you so much my my queer people my cute oh i came up with a new term today i don't know if somebody else took or had it or i've never heard it but you know you know, you can make something up and then you'll see it somewhere and be like, I thought I made it up. Yeah. But no, so this might be one of those things. But it's QOC, Queers of Color. Hey. <laughs> Which is I. Some tan and shit. Um, uh, hit us up on the IGs at Speaking Queerly. Hit us up on Twitter at 
the speaking cue. So we found out our Twitter handle was the speaking cue. So definitely follow us on Twitter over there and our handles for ourselves, Juju, the model and DJ Versetti. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Speaking Queerly. You've been great worldwide fam. And we'll see you on the next. We'll hear you. Well, we'll join you on the next episode. <laughs> Peace and blessings. As always. Snap, Simon.